0: The Spurs News Podcast. Your
1: home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, joining me once again, it's Matt. How are you mate you are? Yeah, not too bad. Um, How are you doing? Let's, let's kick this off most importantly because last time, this time last week, you were still with COVID but doing okay. The recovery going well, my friend?
0: Yeah, I, I feel a lot, lot better. I'm back to work. The only thing I'd say is I, I went back to work yesterday and. I, it hit me how tired I was feeling.
1: Really... Yeah, man, that that really wiped me out. When, yeah. when I had it, um, I mean, because obviously I, I was very unwell and touch wood. And luckily, you, you never went to the extreme I did. I'm, I'm such a drama queen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Oh no, I've got this. That was yeah. your
0: rugby nickname, drama queen, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, here comes
1: drama queen. Yeah, it was, it was that <laughs> fun bus. I'm sure other. there's
0: not one rugby player that's got that nickname.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, mate. I played with a few. <laughs> oh, Quite, Enough. yeah um but no the, <laughs> yeah no i can't i can't rattle off rugby nicknames not not like we're one minute into the show like. off youtube again oh by the way last week uh youtube edited us for a serious foul language oh. uh, apparently i dropped the two c bombs that i didn't realize so for the youtube edition of the show they're gone <laughs> oh like <fair> enough. <laughs> basically you just hear me go off oh, what a k- <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but to me, that kind of works anyway. Everyone knows what I said. I was talking about Donald Trump. What else are you going to say? Uh But yeah, so I'm glad you're doing better. And yeah, the fatigue thing was evil, man. That that really messed me up because the worst part was all through your life, I mean, we're, we're not too dissimilar in age. You get a cold, you work through, you know, you push yourself through. You get the flu as you come out the other side, you push yourself through. With this, you... You can't, you hit a wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh wow. I I had this thing where I was like sat in my chair and I was like I was I had that feeling of if I shut my eyes I'm gonna go to sleep. what nod the off. hell is that? <laughs> you
0: know?
1: I am not sixty seven years old. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I think um, the th-
0: I think the well, worst yeah. thing for me was that I know it sounds ridiculous because like I had like horrible like temperature for a few mm. days like really extreme one way or the other. But the thing that really uh, that, that sticks in my mind is losing my taste and smell. Yeah, it's horrible. It was Pretty horrible. If you like the food. Yeah, it just yeah, yeah, yeah. it just takes the complete and utter joy out of eating. Like completely, there's yeah. nothing to enjoy about eating food if you can't no. taste it.
1: <laughs> no, I do. You, you're completely right. It's amazing how much your sense of smell is tied in with your sense yeah. of taste. I mean, I mean, it's obvious that you lose them both with this. It's clearly affecting a similar thing, so there must be tied in. But mm. you know, that my uh, neurobiology degrees in the post. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I... <clears throat> so yeah, we, we had a lot of feedback on last week's show. Um, I say a lot of feedback. Literally, it was the most emails I've I've ever had on a show. Uh, we, we average anywhere between 10 and 20 emails every week, and typically it's talking about small snippets of the show in terms of, oh, you mentioned this, and someone's like got an opinion on that, and I, I like that. I like interacting on that level. So if you've ever thought about something we've said on the show and you thought, oh, you know, I'd like to go further on that, then do genuinely drop me an email. I, I quite enjoy it because I'm a football nerd. I'm a nerd in a lot of senses, really. So when people bring up things, I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, let's, you know, let's dive into that. Uh, this week, by far the most, Um, give me one second. I'm going to load the email inbox now while we're talking. But I think we neared a hundred emails.
0: You still, do you know what, Sam? You've still got to show me how to open my emails.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm not even going to talk to you. Just, <laughs> some of these copied you in, by the way. So oh, really? So when do finally get it, yeah, you'll get to read oh, that's some good. of the... <laughs> I never looked, I'll, yeah, tell you, that I'll tell you up. one thing i will point out is the ones that copied you in were generally very nice they were asking how you were um, oh, okay so right here we go yeah uh, 97 yeah so i wouldn't far on with 100 wow. 97 in the inbox and i clear it every week so i reply to people and then i clear them uh, yes yeah, so um of the 97 i'd estimate seven were nice <laughs> yeah, Um. and, and they, they were basically all like, oh, you know, can you, you know, is Matt okay? Sounded okay, but, you know, obviously these things can go up and down, so hopefully as well, And uh, which was really nice, and yeah, and a couple of people uh, resonated with uh, what I'd said about, you know, the COVID outbreak and, and sort of my feelings on it, but it, the vast majority, and, and I'm not going to name anyone by name, but if you're listening and you, you emailed in uh, with quite a vitriolic opinion at me, um, you're going to know I'm talking about it. And the reason why I'm not going to name you is because uh, there's kind of this thing in the internet and social media and everything trolling. And I genuinely can't decide if these emails are people deliberately trying to be snarky and nasty so I'd read them out <laughs> or whether these people actually believe it. And the reason why I'm on the fence on this is because some of it I find quite hard to believe that anyone in 2021 would think this but then again i spend a lot of time moderating our facebook page and i say that to myself a lot
0: there's a lot of people who think the earth is flat sam that's all i'm going to say yeah, that's a valid
1: point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, that, that kind of hits the nail on the head, doesn't it? <laughs> My favourite thing about that is they made a documentary to prove it, and they ended up proving the Earth was round in the <laughs> documentary. You, you can find it anywhere. It's on YouTube. Literally, the guy goes right. You know, we set up all these cameras. Now, if the Earth is round, then they'll be off by like point whatever degrees. And then about five minutes later, oh, they're they off weren't. by point whatever his degrees. He goes, <laughs> "Well, that doesn't make sense." And like every scientist in the world's going, "Yes, you it go. does, <laughs> uh, you he goes, jackass." Do you know? Do you
0: know? So I was going to say, Seb had a good good point to make. He said, "Well, if we if the Earth is flat
1: yeah. and all
0: the other planets around, why is that? Why is every other planet and every other star and everything mm-hmm. round?" But we're the only flat thing in the universe. Yeah, like, uh,
1: he's got a mate, valid point. There it's go. probably a conspiracy. All of them oh. are flat as well. They just oh, there you don't go. There you go. <laughs> uh, the man. The man doesn't want us to know. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, it was an interesting read, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I, I tend to. I mean, I got the one guy who hates me every week, and he didn't email in, or at least oh, if wow. he did. He got, he got lost in the. The irony, the Sam. Yusha. Yeah, I hope he's all right. <laughs> no, I'm worried about you now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean this this guy tells me how much he hates me every week and then listens again. Which, yeah. But anyway, thanks, mum. So it's kind of weird. It's very odd for me because, um, I, like I said, I don't want to go into the details too much of them. But we did have a batch, and now obviously I shared last week that when I had it, I, I was very unwell. I had it in the summer, and for a good few days, I, I was in the hospital thinking this isn't <laughs> this isn't going to end well for me, or or this is it. Um, and uh, wonderful people, and I, I recovered. You know, it took a long time for me to recover. I, I really struggled. And I got emails basically telling me that I'm making that up. Okay. And I'm not quite sure where to go with that. It's kind of like uh, people like you make stuff like this up to scare people. <laughs> I'm like, well, people like me... Look, I, I, I do a podcast. Like I'm a fan of Tottenham, and I do a podcast talking about Tottenham. I'm, I'm not a big... Media influencer. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't get the kind of people like me thing. Um, but yeah, it, that that would be a very strange thing to talk about. What? I, so I don't get that. I don't get where people are coming from that. And that's why I'm kind of like, maybe you're saying this to troll and be funny, or I, I don't, I don't get where that's coming from. Another person sent me some health advice, uh, which was basically telling me all the different vitamins and things that I could take to make sure that I never catch it again. Uh, approved by top scientists, so thank you for that. Um, no mention of the scientists. vaccine, no? No, no, Fuck no, no. <laughs> Evil, evil in a syringe, that. Um, <laughs> the, the, the top scientist uh, appears to be a guy on YouTube. Ego. you go. <clears throat> i mean they, they sent, Well, they sent me a link, right? And I thought, you know, I'm going to be fair, I'm going to have a look at it. So I've had a look and there's a guy on there who claims to be a top scientist. I Googled his name and his qualifications and the guy's making it up. He's an actor. Mm. It took me five minutes to to find that out. And uh, I've got people sharing this YouTube link with me, which, by the way, has like 90 million views it's insane it? it's like what the shit mm. um, but anyway so we got a lot of emails like that but the vast majority the vast majority of it, was just angry at me and you for expressing our opinion on all of this last week it uh, you know stick to talking about Tottenham I don't listen to this to be lectured
0: <laughs> um, so are we like with the new yeah. Gary Lineker's
1: <laughs> yeah apparently yeah. cuz so that's, that's stick the thing of, stick to football mate yeah. that,
0: that's the thing so because we do this podcast we, uh, we're only allowed to talk about the, the podcast like you know like, yeah, uh, well, so
1: like apparently it's the Spurs news podcast not the mainstream media bias podcast but, but someone you... actually said that
0: but but the, but the thing is look it, it's relevant it's very relevant especially well, at the moment that's why we're talking about it that's, <laughs> yeah.
1: that's the thing you <laughs> know if, if like everything was going ahead no one was problematic and Tottenham last week weren't literally shut down due to a COVID effort we wouldn't be talking about it no definitely. like I don't come on here and talk about my personal life unless it's in, unless like there's a crossover yeah. I wouldn't come on and go oh bloody hell I broke my leg two weeks ago. Let's talk about leg breaks and all the possible. It doesn't freaking happen. It just you know, COVID outbreak at the club, so we discussed it. We aired our views, and <clears throat> I don't get. I, I, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, so thank you for the feedback. Um, we even got the podcast even got rated one star several times on iTunes, which has never happened. <laughs> Um, So it kind of feels to me like people, sh- like th- they've never been motivated. Like all the times we've done stuff that's made people laugh, all the times we've done stuff and people have messaged in and stuff like that, none of these people have ever been motivated to go, Do you know what? I'm going to go onto iTunes, create an account on iTunes and, and rate the show because that'd help the guys out.
0: That would look, yeah. And that's look. fine.
1: That's fine by me. It's like, you know what? If you've got time to do that, thank you. We appreciate it. If you don't, you don't. Whatever. But people did think to themselves, oh, they've angered me. They, their view's different than mine, therefore they suck. <laughs> and and they, they then took the time out of their day to go and write reviews like preachy bastards. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, <laughs> one person on Amazon Music described me as a carrot-conscious fucking idiot who do not know anything about anything. Well you know again thank it's like you. it's a compliment Sam. <laughs> yeah I, I, seriously i need to eat more carrots it's they're healthy immunity, for you yeah. So I to, yeah i need to i need to add them to my diet <laughs> um but yeah look like i said i said to you before we started recording i was in two minds about mentioning it at all um one lady by the way <laughs> was really vitriolic and really quite quite nasty uh about me personally um to the point that I had to look her up to see if she was an ex, you know, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'd forgotten you, you know, yeah, I had no idea. So, so, um, she, she kindly on her email, um, gave me all the details because she sent it from her work email. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I was able to find her LinkedIn, her Facebook page, everything really, um, her employer's details. And i got to be honest with you, if you're listening right now, I'm in two minds about foreignness to your employer because you said some pretty messed up shit. Yeah, I think they'd be pretty um, quite interested
0: to see that email,
1: wouldn't they? Well, I'm sure they would. I mean, we we could probably throw some anti-Semitism in there from what she said to me. Wow. So, um, wow. yeah, I, uh, let's. Uh, I, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. But if you're listening, you know who you are, and maybe you should reach out again, and we should have a dialogue because what the fuck <laughs> there well, was it's, just it started it started badly no Sam
0: but you never know it <clears throat> might be a, you say uh, it might, you make sure she's an ex I mean if, yeah. if it starts badly but if it improves then it could yeah. be a potential future partner yeah,
1: you know yeah. Right? To, to, to be honest with you mate I, I just find women who hate me and buy them houses man <laughs> it cuts out the whole middleman thing. so <laughs> Uh, but anyway, let's let's move on from that. See, see, and, and now we're talking about my day in life. That's that's not good for a podcast. That's a different show. The Sam show, Sam News Podcast. We'll start that one in the new yeah, year. Just basically go. me. Going, Why does anyone like oh. me? Forty-five minutes followed by fifteen minutes when I'm drunk and I just sing. <laughs>
0: I love it, my I'll listen.
1: I'll, I'll subscribe. My my yeah, thanks man. Yeah, that's that support that is. Yeah, can. I'll subscribe. I need a laugh. The guy who hates me on this would love that oh my god mate you would like lo- yeah talk to me send me an email i'll link you up <laughs> you'd probably get
0: loads of compliments from him you'd be like the beat reverse he'll just tell you how much he yeah. loves it every week
1: well not that freak me out yeah i'm there basically running myself down he's going hey don't do that that's my job yeah come on i know nobody loves you but it's fine i love you maybe that's it maybe he loves you there you go me. there you go see It's it's a a fine line, they say, don't they? They do. Maybe he's dealing with his repressed homosexuality and he's latched on to (laughs) me. And now he's dealing... I'm going to get so much shit this week. Uh, Well, To be honest, I'm kind of desensitised. This this last week was kind of a real wake-up to me. Like, wow, that's that's crazy. And also on our Facebook page, because... And obviously due to the ongoing situation at the club, but we've been posting the updates. It is Spurs news. It's not like we've suddenly decided, hey, we're gonna push some you know, pro vaccine. Whether that's my opinion, your opinion, or anything like that. I said this last week, you know, whatever. Have have your own view on stuff. I am it's not my job to force you or to educate you. That's that's on you. Yeah, of course. Um but but at the moment there is news relating to Tottenham that is around COVID, so we've been posting about it. Um, I know you tend to avoid the comments now because you know <laughs> rage. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it is, it is really quite eye opening and really kind of bizarre to me. Like really bizarre. I mean we we've got a, we've got a comment in um in when I asked for comments and questions this week from a listener so. Even that one, I was kind of. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong; he was being very polite, I think. But it just again, I I can't. I don't get it. I I don't get the the, the, the big one, and I, and I'll say this, and then we'll we'll move on. The big one is it's not the the solution to this is stop testing. And I, I'm kind of I'm kind of like lost with this because it's and and a few people and I tried to engage, and so it's kind of my own fault <laughs> because what I should do is look at that laugh to myself and move on that's what I should do but I I find myself possibly through some sort of morbid curiosity I'm like you are so that what you've said then is so batshit I need to engage with you because I need to find out one if you're you know someone who's escaped the home and I need to call the home so they can find you or two, you can maybe explain... Because sometimes you write things in quite a short, sharp way that when people explain, you're kind of like, oh, OK, I don't agree with you, but I now understand your point of view. So I'm like, OK, I need I need this. I need to find out. I need to kind of understand this point of view. Uh, man, I engage with several people on this. I still don't get it. Um, there's, there's apparently research, top research by top guys out there that these tests constantly bring up false positives and things like that and i'm like okay but but this is why you do this test and then you get it confirmed by this test and then you probably with the the football players for example then do an additional test as well because the club are paying for it so just to be clear you're saying that if you test positive on a test i think it's perfectly sensible to get it back especially if you don't have symptoms but I'm I'm lost, I'm kind of like, you know, it's like with people, Like, a woman's pregnant, you do a pregnancy test, a woman's surprised by this, she's going to do another one, and then she'll do another one, and then she'll go to a doctor and do a pregnancy test, does the woman then turn around and go, all these tests are flawed, I'm just putting on weight for no apparent reason, la 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 la, I'm going to rule my life? No, because... That's not how it works.
0: See, a good, example, <laughs> a good example with me would be what happened in my situation. So, you know, not last Saturday the Saturday before, I've woken up feeling like death. Yeah. And the, and the, I know both the children, um, they've, they've got like almost half of the children in their classes. So, like, you know, it's spreading like wildfire. Yeah. So, it looks like I've caught it off one of the children. So, let's yeah. all do a lateral flow test. <clears throat> I come up positive, both the children come up negative and that's I'm like well that's weird. But then but then <laughs> yeah. I think it's a little stick that I've got two relatively young children who yeah. who just balk at the idea of this stick going down their throat or up their nose. Yeah. So we probably haven't so the test isn't probably been done accurately. So let's book a PCR test. Go to the PC, go to the go to the test centre, suddenly you haven't got a very thin stick, you've got almost like a cotton bud. Far more comfortable with the children. So and yeah. also the, the the guys at the test center said, Look, don't worry about putting it down their throat, just stick it up their nose. You'll yeah, get you'll yeah. get the result <clears throat> by putting it up their nose, right? So yeah. far more comfortably we, we we come back all positive. So we're all positive. Mm-hmm. Now the yeah. two children's uh initial lateral flow test was negative yeah. you know so that's why like it's, it's like the point you're trying to make you, you test and you mm. test again that they're not they're not yeah. going to be 100 no. percent accurate no, nothing is no nothing, nothing is. is but you but at some point you'll you'll, you'll get i mean it's you're, you're gonna you're gonna get an you're gonna get an, an accurate uh yeah and uh, and result somewhere like, you if know you,
1: for example i i if you've got symptoms and you're feeling that you're you and say you got mild symptoms you're like this could be a cold yeah, But I'm going to do this test. And if this comes back negative, you're going to be like, oh, okay, great. You know, end season. But yeah, I don't get it. I don't get that kind of, we should stop testing thing. It's like, well, what we should stop testing for everything. Like we do screenings and stuff for like cancer for people you know what we should stop that because if we stop testing people will stop getting cancer
0: it's just all it is it's this put your finger in your ears and pretend it's not happening and it'll all go away that is yeah. thinking isn't it i can't help but think you, that's what people are thinking when they say you, these things
1: you hit the nail on the head i think last week when you said it's kind of like these people don't have any experience of anyone around them having this and having it badly and mm. So, like, if you're only experienced, you personally, or people that you know, and all you've had is asymptomatic or mild symptoms, you're you're going to be in that kind of, huh, it's just a cold. Yeah. Why are we making... I mean, one guy wrote on it, oh, come on, we don't do this for the flu. Oh, I'm like, so- well, no, but th- there's a difference in transmission rates, and that's what the problem is, you know. The flu... If I If I've got the flu and I sneeze in a room of 10 people two maybe three people will catch it at the most if i've got covid and i sneeze in a room of 10 people the odds are with this latest variant everyone's got it
0: and the, and the thing is the flu <laughs> originates from a pandemic
1: you yeah, know 100 goes, years ago, yeah.
0: and and people get vaccinated like the, 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 the oh, elderly don't,
1: and and the not people... man don't bring the vaccines into this they're evil vaccines oh oh bad science oh they don't work if they worked we wouldn't need boosters saying the people that have acknowledged the fact that every year there's a flu booster. Yeah. I, I just, every year,
0: I, know. I know I mentioned it last and I, and I don't want like, you know, I don't want to spend like last week, spend the no. whole podcast, like you don't either, but I'll just reiterate what I think I said last week, which is yeah. if 99.9% of the experts of the people that uh, yeah. have been, have spent years and years studying it, uh, yeah. you know, if, if they're all saying that this, that to have the vaccination, a, 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 and 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 then the, the counter argument is from a, an actor who's put a white coat on and pretending it's a doctor, <laughs> telling you that it's a load of rubbish. Mm. Who are you going to go with? It's not it's not on equal footing. The the the, the, no. the two opinions aren't on equal footing. Don't no. don't for one second. And do you know what? Send me emails. I don't care. If you genuinely think your stupid, pathetic opinion that's based on some crap pot on YouTube is 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 on level footing with experts experts people who, who, have, who have got no motivation other than to stop this pandemic mm-hmm. if you think they're on you you're you're a freaking idiot you're an idiot just not another,
1: there's oh, that rule. is that is the thing it's like the the motivation i keep reading this stuff about oh this is just benefiting the rich and don't get me wrong a lot of rich people have made a lot of money over the last year or so i mean amazon ceo went from being a billionaire to being a multi billionaire yeah um but the thing is the rich get rich that is what happens and it fluctuates but the rich that that level they just make money they they just keeps going to them now that's a whole different thing but you gotta think about this like the governments and people like that i mean i i'm not a big fan of our government i I think there's been some massive mistakes made but the one thing i would say is when we started this pandemic we went into lockdowns and stuff like that they literally cut their own throats to try and stop this pandemic and yet people are still of the opinion that they're part of the kind of conspiracy mm. so every government in the world is cutting their own throats financially with stuff to to, to what? to aid billionaires? it literally doesn't make sense right. it's like it's like you're reaching for some uh, vindication to your opinion. And if you're afraid of getting the vaccine, and you're afraid of this, and this is how you deal with it, okay, that's fine, whatever. I, I'm I'm not here to convince anyone to do something they don't want to do. But to, to just spread total nonsense, uh, we're, we're going to keep calling you out. Uh, like, if people come on the page and spread crap of any description on any topic they get booted and we've, we've done that from day one. We just don't engage and we boot you. And from this week, I'm going to do the same on this. If Good. you're going to talk absolute nonsense and try and spread that nonsense to other people, you're just going to go. Yeah. I'm not going to engage anymore. No. You're, you're just gone because it's not even a question of like, you know, like if someone comes on just cause like, Oh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think this is right. I don't believe this. Whatever. That's your opinion. If someone's literally trying to share links and stuff like that, you're going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, Because I'm not doing it. Uh, But anyway, right, we are now going to move on. There is a game of football. (laughs) Bizarre. As we speak. Um, (laughs) Yeah, as we speak now. As we record, it is Thursday the 16th of December, and our game this evening against Leicester City at Leicester is going ahead. The reason why I've said that as we record Mm. is because both clubs have tried to get this game called off. Leicester have a small outbreak of COVID in their camp and have also combined with injuries means that nine of their first choice eleven are out. Wow. Yeah. Um we we still don't know. <laughs> Antonio Conti was very clever in his press conference yesterday and revealed nothing.
0: Yeah, he'd be a great poker player, wouldn't he? Yeah, he <laughs> oh, really is. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't <laughs> want to play him, yeah. <laughs> Because everyone, like team news, he's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, Romero's out injured, Uh, LeCelso's back training after his injury and, you know, could be available. But basically, all those with COVID were assessing them all the time. You know, we got to not only think about short term, but their long term recovery uh, obviously due to health matters, we don't reveal who these people are. Blah, 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 blah. And that was it. Bang. Now so we like team news tonight. It's going to be really interesting. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've got no idea. You know? We we could have players out and, and be completely out of the squad. Uh, the under 23 squad, of course, is still in isolation after an outbreak in the under 23 squad. I'm pleased to, to report that the young lad, who was part of the squad. He was really unwell. is now absolutely fine. Bouncing back. So that's great. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a kind of a crazy-ass situation. But the Leicester game is still on at the moment. Apparently, we tried to cancel it because we were trying to put the Rennes game in here. Leicester tried to cancel it because obviously they're currently having what we had, which is being decimated. And Brendan Rogers went in two-footed on the Premier League, by the way. Um, and I think he's justified. Um, basically saying that the Premier League are bowing to broadcasters and contracts rather than putting the players safety and health first Mm. Uh, I think he's I think he's got a valid point
0: did you see um, the I think it was even was it yesterday yesterday the Brentford manager came out and said that he thinks that this weekend's fixtures should just all be postponed just to kind of give a reset
1: give everyone a fire break just
0: give it a reset because because it looks like every club is now suffering and Mm. I don't you may know more than me about this but it looks like I, I don't know but it appears that it's almost like the, the Premier League are just 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 deciding it, 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 it's all it's all very uh, subjective who yeah. what games gets postponed or not because yeah. apparently Bright, Brighton uh, had a few cases and they tried to get yeah. that game against Wolves postponed.
1: They but do.
0: is is there a number or do, is it just is it just a subjective thing that the... uh, it
1: is? It is supposed to, there isn't a set number. The Premier League, unlike UEFA didn't set it out in rules and basically uh, did it that way. And, and it, it's one of those things that when it's working for you, it's great. And when it's working against you, it's not. So, for example, we had our games cancelled and it worked for us because we basically said, look, we've got an outbreak. We've got an undetermined number at the moment. We, The government, <clears throat> because we've got an outbreak, you know, the rule is we have to shut down the, this part of the training ground, give it a deep clean before people can return to work here. So we can't train. And the Premier League went, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, you can't. (laughs) That's fine. We'll postpone these games or postpone this game. Now, what Brighton are saying is they they did the same thing. They came to them and said, oh, we got this problem, we got this problem. But their training ground was still open because they didn't have the same numbers we did. And the Premier League said no. Now there's no rule that says when the training ground is closed, that's it. That's when you can't, you know, possibly field a team. And mm-hmm. there's no rule around the number of people. In fact, which is why Brighton and I think one other club have gone. All right, so it's one rule for one team and one rule for another. Mm. Because clearly, if we were Man City or Chelsea, you'd have let us postpone the game.
0: But you know what, Watford. What for... Uh, and outbreak and that game was postponed yeah, against Burnley, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. Watford. I... That's
1: that's the thing. No, that's the thing I was about to come on to. But there is no. I can understand why they're feeling hard done by, but at the same time, there doesn't appear to be any uh, set reason. And the other thing, of course, it could be. And, and I will, I will caveat this because uh, you know I don't know enough about it. But clubs don't want, and the players don't want their personal medical stuff in the press mm. so they don't want like so for example the, the players at Tottenham who had COVID and stuff we actually don't know um, I've been told several names I'm sure a lot of people have but there's been no statement you know the club's not gone these 10 players all tested positive on day one these five on day two because they don't do that and I don't think any club does so because of that it could be a case of Watford have gone look we've got 15 players out and they've gone wow okay Brighton might have gone we've got two and they went no (laughs) you've got a whole squad you know yeah sure yeah but they're two really good ones it doesn't matter (laughs) you see my point we don't know we don't have a clue now If, for example, all of this was in the public domain and we all looked at it and went, well, hang on a minute, you know, Watford have had their game cancelled with three players out and Brighton they were told no and they had five, you know, that makes no bloody sense, but Mm. we we don't. So I'd like to assume that there is some sort of common sense factor played into it where clearly Watford couldn't field a team and it ain't their fault, you know, same as us. Whereas with Brighton, they possibly looked there and went, yeah, you can. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You know, and I, I mean, it's similar with Leicester tonight, Leicester can field the team tonight because the vast, you know, they got nine first-team players out, but four, five of them, I think, are injuries.
0: So I, Yeah, Brendan Rodgers yeah. was trying to say, wasn't he, that although they're not technically COVID-related, yeah. they are because they, they're, they're, they're having to play players that where other players have got COVID, so they're yeah. like they're forced to play players that maybe aren't 100% fit, and yeah, it's yeah. so you can kind of see his point, can't no, you?
1: No, 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 I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I do, I do see his point of view, and it is, it is a situation, and, and again, I do think that that it should have been postponed, but the, the league you've said is going ahead. So as of right now, <laughs> <laughs> because the funny thing is, of course, both teams are testing this morning, and Leicester do currently have an outbreak. We currently have an outbreak, so. If by lunchtime both clubs submit their test results and go, holy, yeah. <laughs> everybody's got it. Then the game won't go on And the thing is, what um, you got,
0: what you got, bear in mind as well, Sam, is that um, so all these clubs are having outbreaks like Watford, Brighton, Spurs, yeah. Man United. So it's clear that look, football's a contact sport, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we just no. every team just has a massive like. I think that the the I forget his name, and it's really it's annoying me that I forgot the Brentford Brentford manager.
1: All oh, right yeah yeah you yeah.
0: know what I mean oh, god I've, I've forgotten his name but yeah I think he's got a really good point because it does appear that it it, it like, it's just spreading amongst the whole league isn't it you know yeah. and and then, like you said there needs to be a fire break, doesn't it there? there needs to be a look, look. let's just stop here let everyone just like let's close let's all, all 20 premier league teams pr- close down their training centers for a week and let's just reset this you know no contact with any mm-hmm. other teams and that uh, and I know obviously it's the Premier League wouldn't do it because it's going to really mess up their schedule and like you say the, the, the TV uh, yeah. you know but if common sense wise and health wise I think that's the best thing to do really
1: my groove. The really manager's name's Thomas Frank, by the way. Derek Thomas Frank. Apologies, mate. Yeah, that. no, thank you. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. But yeah, I,
0: I, I, I think it. I think it needs. To, I think it needs to happen. You know, I think it really does. And it, and it's um, it's, it's weird because look, I know we're trying, trying to avoid talking about COVID, but it's so prevalent at the moment. It
1: but, is. But it I, is. I just, it's right
0: there. Yeah, I mean, you you look at like you look at the. I mean, the, the news or channels always. Uh, um, putting on on how many cases there are and look you know we talk we talk about people not testing and people testing there's 71 confirmed thousands confirmed test uh, positive these aren't including the people that aren't testing you know so it's it's... running absolutely rampant
1: at the moment isn't it it is and and you know football all sports are going to be impacted by it of of course yeah Um, yeah of course they're, they're i mean they're trying to avoid what we call you know where we get fixture fixture pileups again i mean we are heading right into a fixture pileup there's no there's no doubt in that but i want to circle back because obviously i said about the reason why we were trying to postpone the leicester game at the time of recording this and i am just going to double check whilst i'm speaking we are awaiting the uefa decision on our future in europe <laughs> uh looking 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 is it is it is it no nothing yet oh come
0: um, on stop keeping us in suspense you know, <laughs> us in
1: suspense. no it was due at 9am central european time uh that that's long gone um so it, clearly it's not been done yet um, I, I don't know where this is going to go, I, I thought it was kind of cut and dry when I first looked at it, and we're done, we're out. we couldn't fulfill the fixture, it's a 3-0 defeat, and don't get me wrong, that could still very much be the easiest out for your wafer to do that, so the path of least resistance potentially, but... I think we as a club have kind of made it clear that uh, no, no, you do that and we are going to fight it. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I think that's
0: that's the thing. They're obviously the reason why it's taking so long is the lawyers have obviously been involved, haven't they?
1: Yeah, I I think so. I, I think because it would appear, and again, this is how much is in this. I only know this from press and putting it together. Um, we bent over backwards for, to, to play this game um, we offered to move the game to France and travel to France to play it we offered to move countless you know, do different things uh, we offered lots of dates and Ren simply said no they got a winter break coming up and they not compromising on that at all to me, that's where the problem is because UEFA have then got this situation where Wren's cannot be punished for this. Like, there, there's no way of getting it, Renz. They're through, they're qualified. The team that's going to end up getting punished is Teds. Mm. You know, they're waiting to find out what it's going to do. And from Teds' point of view, they're not happy that the game didn't happen on the same night because we now know what we have to do. You know, it's, it's kind of a scenario where we know if we go out, we win, we're through. And for Tez, obviously, you know, you get rid of that tension of not knowing what's going on in the other game and all that nonsense. But that aside, the best way for this to happen is for the game to be played, even if it's in January. Now, UEFA have a rule that all fixtures must be fulfilled by the end of the calendar year for this section of all their tournaments. But it's their rule. So UEFA can suspend that in, in these circumstances if they wish. But it's whether they, I mean, the best scenario for all is that a game of football gets played, because if a game of football gets played and they beat us, that's it. We just go out. Yeah. yeah, it's fair. But if we win, then based on all the games in the group, we go through, and and that's it. And that is the only fair way, for me anyway. But would, we would shall you, wait and see.
0: I know. I know the theme of the podcast is dodgy opinions. But <laughs> would you yeah. make of the opinion of? It seems to be quite a prevalent opinion of oh well, who cares let let them have the free nil let Fites go through it's a shitty competition anyway. Um, I
1: don't I don't get that I don't no, get that opinion. I no, I, I, we we kind of discussed it a little bit last week and, and I'm like you I, I don't get it. I, there's two parts of it that I've never quite understood and I, I never quite understood it around the Europa League either. because people say that about that competition as well you know like if it's not the Champions League it's not worth being in just bomb out it, bomb it out and focus on getting back into the Champions League so it's European football European football brings with it uh, games additional games additional revenue uh, the prize money for the Champions League is obviously on its own uh, the Europa League prize money is a fraction you know like we're talking a real fraction of the champions league and the europa conference league the prize money is next to nothing but it is a european trophy and i think we also have a generation of fans who aren't used to having three european competitions i i I, like for me that was normal Mm. the european cup uefa cup the cup winners cup that was like you know so for me that was the way it should always be and you know, UEFA Cup became the Europa League and the Cup Winners' Cup they did away with which I still think sucks. I, I like that competition. Um, I seem
0: to but Arsenal being in it quite a lot. Do you know when like we was Europe wasn't yeah, even a thing for us?
1: Were, yeah, I, I remember Naeem lobbing David Seaman. Oh yes! Yeah. Yeah, because the headline was Naeem Lob Seaman and I always thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> your Naeem, mind Sam, your it was, mind. It was Naeem Lob Seaman for Cup glory and I was kind of like that's that's a headline. That is, that's that's fantastic. Um, but anyway, moving on. Changing the subject. <laughs> yeah, moving on quickly before I get cancelled. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. I mean, I, I think that I think the kind of view is that Champions League and the top four. Because I did engage a couple of people on this, and and they kind of expressed it as um you know as a club we need to build and get back better and we can't do that without the champions league money and stuff like that and um, my kind of my kind of response is as a club when we were in the champions league for several seasons did you notice a sudden change in club mentality and stuff that meant that we were suddenly buying at the top table and acting like a top club because i sure as hell didn't yeah Uh, and for as long as we've got the owners that we've got i don't think that's ever going to change i've kind of accepted that um it hurts but i've kind of accepted it because i think if i didn't accept it i couldn't follow the club like Mm. i couldn't have find any joy because i'd constantly be angry (laughs) um whereas because i've accepted that I try and find the joy in a cup run. I try and find the joy in like unexpected success and in, in in the way we play and stuff. Otherwise, like I said, I'd, I'd be doing my own head in constantly. Yeah, of course. And perhaps that's why a lot of people are so angry on our page on a regular basis. Perhaps they've not accepted that. <laughs> and I, and I'm not saying I'm in the right. I'm I'm just saying that's how that's how I've chosen to do it. But the the thing with this is, is like this is the first ever. Europa Conference League, it's the first ever time this this tournament's held and I've said it from day one so whoever wins this will be the first club to ever win this trophy and it's it's a European trophy, it is as valid as any other European trophy main trophy, it's got a lot of clubs in it you look at the next knockout round and stuff there's not a club in it that you don't go, who don't know. you know all the teams that are in it and if, if you're a fan of football anyway you'll know all the teams that are in it so, like any tournament, as you go through it, the teams are going to get better, which is the same. Um, but also, playing in Europe, being involved in European competition, has an impact on a thing called your European coefficient. Um, it's a really complicated system, and I've been trying to read up a lot about it, because changes to European football are coming, and qualification for these tournaments is... Would appear that you're gonna have, in the not too distant future, wildcard entries. If no one's familiar with what a wildcard entry is, I, I imagine a fair few uh, fans of ours from America will will know this a lot better than anyone from Europe.
0: The tennis fans as well. Yeah, tennis fans, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, thanks, Matt. Bring, bringing it back. Um,
1: it's basically say uh, say you Tottenham finish fifth next season. You're not in the Champions League. We finish fifth. However, the new system coming in with our Europa-UEFA coefficient could give us a wildcard entry into the qualifiers for the Champions League. And at the moment, our coefficient's quite high. We've been playing European football consistently for 10 years, I think. I think we've missed one season in the last 15. Wow. Uh, And we've done that. We've been consistent. And not only that, is we played a good few seasons in the Champions League and reached the final that gave us a pretty hefty thumbs up in the whole coefficient rankings it really did and because of that currently if they applied the rules that are coming now or sorry last season we'd have been bumped from our place from where it is potentially all the way to the qualifiers of the champions league even though we finished seventh wow. sixth. sixth, we finished so that's the impact that is going to have. Now there's a lot of stuff about it at the moment because I, I, I know, um, for example, a lot of clubs aren't happy with that, and I, I completely agree with them. You know, it basically means that clubs that have historically done well in Europe will have an advantage over a new emerging team that have put together a side and are doing well. So, like for example, we finished sixth. Newcastle finished fifth. For example, we'd get the bump. We'd we'd get the wildcard. They wouldn't. That obviously pisses them off Mm, so so there's a lot of stuff going on and in its current model i don't know if that's how it would be implemented but i want to do more reading on it so we can talk about it a bit more on the show because it is interesting it is something that's worthwhile people if you're not aware of it you do need to become aware of it because it's going to impact european qualification a lot but being bombed out of the europa conference league at the earliest you know round ain't going to help our coefficient at all yeah, of course. So playing European football, it's what we want to be doing. And Conte's is one of the top managers and he wants to be in the tournament. But the, the one thing I'd say is about the attitude of fans towards the tournament. I think a lot of that stems from the way the media portray it as like, oh, what the hell is this crap? Because they do. They talk about it like that in every context. But even Brendan Rodgers, Leicester... Dropped out of the Europa League down into the Europa Conference League, and when he was asked about that, he just went, I know nothing about this tournament, I didn't even know we were going to be in it. How can you be the manager Mm. of a Premier League club and not be aware?
0: (laughs) And and the thing is, as well, look, don't get me wrong, look, I know Leicester in very, very recently, they've won the Premier League and the FA Cup, so they've won a couple of good trophies, but they're hardly in a position to kind of act like that, are they?
1: Well, you know. They would argue they've got more of a position than we have, I'd expect.
0: Oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I agree with that. But at the same time, it's like... You can imagine Pep Guardiola saying it. Do you know what I mean? If Man
1: City were to cascade all the way down to the Europa Conference League... I think Pep Guardiola would have every, every every reason to go. Really? What? What the hell is that? When, when did that come out? I've never <laughs> yeah. heard of it. Uh. However, the thing I would say is I don't think he would. I think Pep Guardiola would go. Yeah, and we're going to win it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know,
1: we, we we are we are a we've performed badly, but you know the team need to realise that that and now we're going to win this. You know because we're we're good. Mm. But it's 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 weird. Like, like for me it's like a um you see the Spanish teams and stuff like that win the Europa League on a regular basis. It's because they treat it like a real competition. they treat it as as a prestigious trophy. They genuinely want to win it. Uh the German clubs, other clubs like that, they they treat it with the respect. In this country it's looked down on. Mm. We have such an over inflated opinion of our own league that only the Champions League is good. Yeah, everything else is crap. I mean, how many times do you hear "yeah, but it's a Farmers League"?
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. about
1: any other top flight, and and it's it's bonkers. I I don't get it. It's like a real, really odd thing. Um, but yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's the Conference League. Um, <clears throat> mate, we are continuing on this podcast to try and encourage uh, our male friends and any female listeners who have uh, partners. I I wouldn't suggest this a gift for dad. I think that'd be weird.
0: Yeah, it would be a bit awkward, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's like... not
1: a step. <laughs> that would be really weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> we are push. We are promoting the good people at Manscapes. dot com. It's holiday season, and that means there are stockings to be stuffed, and elves to be cuffed. Well, today's sponsor, Manscaped.com, has gone global with the tools that guarantee you will score under the tree and the mistletoe. Manscaped is the leader in men's below-the-waist grooming, and they have served more than 4 million men worldwide. And if my math's correct, that's almost, but almost exactly, 8 million balls. Get 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code SNPOD. Do you like my Christmas promo, mate? Yeah. I, I recorded that. I'm very proud of that. Yeah, I
0: do. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so, yes, you, you have you had a go on your nose trimmer? I like have. The old I have, trimmer, mate, I yeah. I, I, part
0: of the reason that was stopping me from doing it was I was thinking it's my acceptance that I'm middle-aged now, you know? Yes. But I, but at some point, I need to embrace it. And I thought, do you know what? Let's embrace it. Yeah. You know, I'm at an age like we've discussed where yeah. this is a very important piece of equipment. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It is really, I loved using it.
1: Yeah, no, it does the thing. Um, so I got sent uh, a box of Manscaped stuff. Um, and I, I, I've never opened it. Right. I, I am not I'm you, you're a modern man. You've got like the Del Boy book of like, you know, yeah, I do these things. I kinda just looked at the description of this and went, What? <laughs> no and, and and it sat there. Now I, I said jokingly to one of my friends the other day about about this and everything. He said, Oh, next time you, you're on your podcast you ought to do an unboxing And so I looked at him with that look of I'm 38. You idiot! Explain what the hell unboxing? is Oh come is,
0: on, which... Sam! Have you not heard of an unboxing? That's uh... a that's a, even I know that when unboxing is. Yeah.
1: So basically, live on some sort of show, whether it's Twitch. Yeah, I know what Twitch is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, TikTok, whatever. You basically open the box and you live react to what's in the box. Yeah. And he thinks me doing that and going through the descriptions and looking at these products will be hilarious. Yes,
0: YouTube, Sam. YouTube.
1: Ugh, yeah. Well. well yeah, well, I was going to add it to our Christmas special. The Sam, Sam opens Manscaped box and tries to work out what the hell's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Like caveman enters 21st century. Me no shave there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So there we go. Uh, That's that. But yeah, um, the good people at Manscaped continue to sponsor the show. Thank you very much. Uh, We will continue to promote their wares and, and talk about. It. I tell you what, the boxer shorts are nice though. Did you get the free pair of boxer shorts?
0: I did. They're very comfortable.
1: They are, aren't they? Yeah, do you, do, I like them.
0: Do you know what you were saying though about uh, the awkwardness of possibly buying it as a gift for your parents? Well, yes. Do you remember that? I, I don't know if it came in the in the, with the package, but or you got, you sent it to me. But it's a t-shirt. Uh, yeah. Looking after yeah. my ball. I can't even wear that. I can't wear that around the house. I can't. I don't no. want to bring up the conversation with two, two small children. No. Why does your t-shirt say balls on it, Dad?
1: Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. Balls. Yeah, my, my um, I I got given um a Christmas t-shirt with suck my ball balls. <laughs> no, I thought it was hilarious. Right. Apparently, in the local post office, no one else thinks so. Oh really? Did you get? Are you banned? Is yeah. you? There's a no, not, not banned, but. <laughs> The, the lady behind the counter just sort of read my t-shirt and then pulled her face and didn't talk to me again. <laughs> she just kind of pointed. It's <laughs> like, oh, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Clearly she's not interested. But, no, um, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, everybody, go and buy Manscaped products. Um, you can find the code in the description for the podcast. The more you buy, the more likely they are to renew our sponsorship. I don't think they're going to, to be honest with you. But I said that last time, and it worked. So, <laughs> yeah, a bit of reverse psychology. Um, we, we have a, a new one of these for next week, by the way, because obviously this is the last one for Christmas, because if you want to buy it and get it shipped in time Uh, but we have a New Year's promo and I sent it to you to do a read but you had COVID do you remember it? Oh my god yeah
0: yes I'll find it don't worry I'll find it because I lost it okay no don't worry (laughs) so I
1: really hope you've got it yeah (laughs) Um, okay so that's that we've done our Manscaped promo our contractually obliged (laughs) Manscaped promo (laughs) Uh, it's now time for questions from the social media
0: now it's time for your comments from our social media.
1: Okay, my friend, we've got stuff from Instagram and we've got stuff from Facebook. Where do you want to start?
0: Let's uh, do what we always do, Instagram first.
1: We go to the lovely people at Instagram, Yuki. Yeah. Uh we open with the Johnny Stark. Hello, my friend. Do you think Delhi still cares about football? Man, that's a loaded question to kick <laughs> off. Damn. Um, ooh, Matt, go on. What do you think?
0: Can, can I just say, talking about Delhi, did you did you see that thing like that that uh, news clipping I sent you from two thousand and seventeen? Yeah. I mean, it was from the Sun, so I mean, it's like you take everything with a pinch of salt. But at the time, it said Delhi is is according to I can't remember what it was some some scientific study it's, or it's, something.
1: Yeah, it's the, the basically uh, the transfer market has a uh, because of how crazy it is and how much money it is there is a whole financial institute dedicated oh, there, you go. there you go to transfer fees and calculations based on their contract length and all of this stuff and yeah sorry you were saying so the Sun did an article based on. These people saying that Delhi would be worth.
0: He's basically the second most at the time, the second most valuable football player in the world behind Neymar, at 198 million pounds. Yeah, and that was four years ago.
1: Yeah, and, and now and now we're looking at a loan deal with Newcastle where they might buy him for fifty quid. Yeah. Give
0: us one of those bobbleheads that you you love. Like to... yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> love love it. We could we could get a Jermaine genus in a Newcastle shirt bobblehead from there. Them. You go. That'd be nice. And yeah. fifty
0: quid, and we'd be lucky to get that for him.
1: <laughs> yeah, depressingly, yeah. Um, I, I don't know about Delhi and football. I I generally can't answer that, but what I can say. Is that under Mauricio Pochettino he started to decline slightly, but then the whole squad was. So it's hard to read into that. But then you've had three other managers work with him on a daily basis and have decided he ain't good enough. Yeah, that's kind of it. You know, that that's it, and it's heartbreaking because I think when it's a young player, especially, even though he didn't come from the academy and we signed him, there's something that attaches you to that a little bit like you're kind of on that ride with them it kind of feels like you're you're part of that experience and you've seen him grow up and um delhi's always been uh kind of the way he speaks in interviews and stuff i've always responded well to it i've always thought he came across really well seems like a really nice kid um so it's very difficult to then turn around and be kind of like nah you, you gotta go but i think for too long the club have held on to players on the, well, hopefully they'll come good. I I think we need to be more ruthless. I I, I do think that. Um, And, and me as a fan, you know, that, that goes against how I feel, but I think as a club, we have to, because we've tried it the, the nice way (laughs) we've tried, you know, don't worry about it. We'll put our arm around you. Here's a nice new contract. We'll get through this bad patch together. And it hasn't worked. No. You know? And, And so, for him as well i think he has to go i think if he if he genuinely loves playing football he'll move this january and we'll see a new delhi appear or perhaps the old delhi appear if like johnny sort of asked the question if he generally has fallen out of love with football then why would he move he's earning a bloody fortune living in london living his best life (laughs) you know he won't be motivated to move and we'll see him run his contract out and then earn a fortune going abroad when his contract's gone. But I, I, I think there's still part of him that has a bit of fire to him. And I think he'll move. Um, yeah. We'll
0: have to wait and see. It's a shame. I mean, like I just I, when it, when you you know you was talking about Delhi the, the old like the, the old Delhi. Yeah. And I just reminisced of, like you know the Crystal Palace goal and oh, some like one um, that goal he scored against Everton. Toby sitting. I just he was just such a. We, like the, do you remember Chelsea? I mean, like how long, how many years yeah, had we yeah. gone without winning that freaking yeah, Stamford Bridge? And
1: Delhi, Delhi just stuck it to him yeah. on a regular basis. I mean, yeah. there's one of my favorite photos of Delhi is he's celebrating in front of the Chelsea fans, and basically you can zoom in on every fan's middle finger, two <laughs> fingers, call him a wanker, everything like yeah. just pure vitriol. And he stood in front of them like, <laughs> oh, it's
0: just awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's a sad one, but we have to be more ruthless. Uh, the next question's from a man with his own theme. Well, yeah, screw it, I'll put it in there. It's a man with his own theme.
0: He's a man.
1: I need to do a new one for him, because at the moment, every time... So that clips 10 seconds, if that, I think, I don't know, roughly, that that little theme for him. And every, it basically means every time we put this po- podcast on YouTube, they earn money from it. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't even a question of like, oh, we don't earn, because we don't earn anyway, so I don't monetize it. But w- when we get to a point where I am going to monetize it, then that kind of sucks. Yeah, it's not fair. (laughs) No, it's not fair. We do like an hour podcast. They're on it for 10 seconds and they earn like three quid every time it gets played. (laughs) Yeah, but anyway. Uh, So the Mountain Man. uh, With no football and talk over the past... Yeah, so no football to talk about over the past week. I'd like to know your personal top three favourite Tottenham players of all time and why. Uh, keep up the good work. Looking forward to the boozy Christmas special. Yeah, i got that to talk about. <laughs> in uh, top three Tottenham players of all time. Man, that's tough. Yeah. Um, Do you know
0: what? It, um, it was a couple of players' birthdays recently, wasn't it? Um, Chris yeah. Waddle's. Was it Chris Waddle's birthday recently? Yeah, it
1: was Waddle's birthday. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I don't know if I put it in
0: my top three, but I can I can remember it. I'll
1: tell, tell you what, Matt. Go on. Mountain Man. We're going to park this question, and we're going to think about it, and we're going to do this on the Christmas special.
0: Yeah, good idea. Good
1: idea. Yeah, top three Spurs play I'm making notes. That's frightening. (laughs) If I forget.
0: Do it in big letters, especially if we're going to be drinking.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's a a valid point. Um, (laughs) Right, then we're heading over to Facebook. Uh, In Facebook, we have James Campbell. James says... What are your thoughts so far on Conte's 3-4-3 formation? Do you think we'll always play the same way against all opponents, even players like Davies and Sanchez venturing forward from deep versus Norwich? Or do you think we'll be a bit more conservative against tougher opposition? Um,
0: I I don't know, but I would hazard a guess that he's going to stick with the same formation because it's the Conte formation, really. And also, a lot of the players are really settling in well.
1: Yeah, you know, like, I, I think I think formation and system wise, I can't see it changing. I, I think he's very happy and very settled, and this is how he wants his teams to play. I, I think the point James is making there about would we see the same kind of marauding forward from Sanchez Davis like we did against Norwich against same Man City, and I don't think we would. Oh no,
0: completely! You can't, you can't, yeah. you can't get away with it. They just no. destroy you if you if you did that, you know. They
1: do. And I, I think that's the flexibility in the system. With that formation and with the way the player's set up, you can be very rigid, very solid, or you can be quite fluid. Um which means that from game to game we play the same personnel in the same formation, but can play very differently. Yeah. Um we which I think is an advantage. Yeah, definitely. Um next one's from Michael Jasper Anis. Uh it says Jack, and then in brackets, aged smiley face with glasses, wants to know how much oh. has Spurs improved since we got our new manager. Massively. Uh, yeah,
0: massively. I, I, um, I, 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 look, I, I appreciate that the, the opposition we've had, like we, we've, with no disrespect to like the likes of Norwich and Brentford and Leeds, yeah. you kind of expect us to beat these teams anyway. I, I feel like it's not just the results; it's the kind of the, the mindset almost of the players and the feeling that, like, as you know, you know I go to these games and 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 it and it feels it feels more positive. It feels like yeah. we've got this this buzz about the, the, the club at the moment, you know. So I think he's even silly things, and I think I might I might have mentioned this before, like that the music's changed for the game, yeah, and it's good. like I feel like he's kind of. He's just bringing in this, this fresh buzz, you know, and and uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's I think it's it's been a big improvement. Uh, no, since he, no since I,
1: he's got... I agree with you. I, I think, I think you, I think it's very visible. Um next up is Ryan Miller Ryan says do you think Levy will stand by the 150 million for Kane or based on his form so far this season dropped that asking price I think we should hold out for that 150 million but I've fallen out of love with him since the summer and I'm of the same opinion as Sam oh dear Ryan don't <laughs> want to be the same opinion as me you get hate mail <laughs> um, but yeah i uh, it's not
0: 150 million there anyway is it because uh, contracts yeah.
1: whittling away so yeah. no the 150 million was in the summer yeah three years left on his deal if someone comes to us with 100 million in January I think we'd consider it um, yeah. and next summer the same uh, 100 million is probably the value for him next summer, the following summer it'd be about 50 million and then the following summer he can leave Yeah. so good luck to him, hopefully he gets his big payday and gets to go and win like a Europa Conference League or something
0: <laughs> I've said this though Sam I've said this and I genuinely mean it yeah. I wouldn't be upset if he just let his contract run at zero and then at 31 go, and go to Man City or someone just win. You know, he'd give us 10 years, didn't cost us anything.
1: Yeah, right, I haven't know. made anything for me. He's yeah, given, happens, broke all the, yeah, if broke that all the happens, records. that happens. But at the same time, the way he's playing this season, I don't want him to spend another two years at the club doing this. Yeah, I need,
0: I need to reassess my, my prediction for the amount of goals he's going to score this season. <laughs> can, yeah, can I change yeah, that, uh, Sam?
1: <laughs> nope. I wrote it down. It is in the log, my friend. Um, the next question on here is from John Coy's Hotspur. Uh. John, you've got like the best middle and last name for a Tottenham fan in history, <laughs> my friend. That's incredible. His
0: parents obviously Spurs. are obviously Spurs. Fans. Big time,
1: yeah. big time. Um, John, I've just looked at your your kind of question. Um, well, essay, which is fine. I don't mind. You're actually talking about the European qualification coefficient, which is what we just talked about. So I've kind of already answered. So I apologise that i didn't get to your question first I, I've, I've preempted you um but if anyone wants to learn more about that john's kind of written pretty decent synopsis um so yeah that's that's on the page um martin webb says in light of the covid outbreaks have the club nutritionists at any point looked at vitamin d and zinc supplementation specifically as it means trying to protect against these sorts of things
0: i feel like that's a bit of a a, a loaded comment <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know where to go with that, Martin. Um, <clears throat> Martin, I am neither a health expert nor a member of the club's staff, but I think it's safe to say that their interest is in the t- the players being healthy and able to play football. Of course, it would. So be. So, if there's any treatments or anything at all which is clinically proven or even anecdotally proven to help, I am sure they are doing it. Yeah, well said. Um, Tom Perks with a maximum price per player of forty million. Who would you buy from each club in the top half of the league in January? Guess what next question? Guess what next week's question will be. Um, Tom, you want us to go through every club in the league and pick one player from each club we'd like to buy. Um, I tell you what, Tom. That's going on the Christmas show as well. I, I don't. We ain't got time to do that this week. But I tell you, one player. That if, one player, but a max of forty million does rule out a fair few. I
0: was gonna say, can we get De Bruyne for forty million? Do you see him against Leeds. Oh, uh, God, yeah. He's just unreal.
1: Do you, do you ever have these players that play for other clubs that you just think, you know, you're a special football player? Yeah. But then you also have some, and for no reason at all, you don't like them. Well, who's, your, who's you thinking Well, about? Kevin De Bruyne. I Kevin De Bruyne, I think, is one of the best players I've ever watched play football since he came back to the Premier League with Man City. The guy's brilliant. His passing range, his shooting, everything about his set-piece delivery, everything about that guy's class. I cannot work out why I don't like him. Yeah. But I don't. I, like, look at him and I think, God, you look annoying. <laughs> but, like, you'll see him interviewed. He seems lovely. <laughs> like, yeah, I just, yeah, exactly. I cannot, I cannot tell you why it is. I, <laughs> and I, I, it's something I need to work out. You must remind me of someone I went to school with or something who I didn't like. i got no idea. Do you, do you, um, know, do you know? I kind of yeah. see what you're
0: saying. It's really odd. Do you know? Do you know do you, do you it know? makes no sense. Yeah. I, I, like, you
1: know, some people just have that face, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Some people have a face you want to smack. Yeah, but yeah. No reason. No, no reason at all. I'll tell you my biggest one for that. Is a semi-famous person, Alan Titchmarsh. <laughs> I would level that guy, and I cannot That's tell you reason. why. Like literally, I could just walk up and plant him. <laughs> Get it and and i can't tell you what like he's the guy's never done anything to me or my family the guy it seems perfectly charming in everything he does but there's something about him that i literally like i clench my fist when he's on tv i don't know what it what, is would it make
0: any difference if his last name wasn't titchmarsh do
1: you think that's maybe may, maybe maybe he's like alan dale if it's called <laughs> I'll be
0: right alan, alan smith or something It'd yeah, probably, yeah.
1: No, no, no! Not Alan Smith for no, one. Not oh, there Alan. you go! No, yeah. as well. <laughs> Why does he do every Tottenham game? Oh, no. Why do we have a Gooner legend basically commentate oh, on no. us constantly? And then you look at
0: like you know I'm I fortunate enough to watch the Arsenal West Ham game. It's the only one that was off yeah. decent. And then you got you you go back to the to the to the the. Um... Uh, finger-ma-jigger, the finger my the the commentary uh, the but you know the box at half time.
1: Pundits, yeah.
0: Pundits, yeah. And there was there was a guna on there, oh, I forget who it was, it was definitely Guna and I was like like oh, yeah. everywhere. Like they got the Guna commentating, the Guna in the in the commentary box, you know and
1: No, I'm with you. It's weird. I, I don't get it. But yeah, Alan Smith, I don't know, perhaps, perhaps, who knows? But he does 'cause like there was this point where Jermaine Genus was on BT for Tottenham, every Tottenham game and he got accused of being biased. And now, because of that, he goes yes. so far oh, the other way.
0: Anti-Tottenham now, haven't Yeah. He's
1: ridiculous. Like, yeah. he it's ridiculous how far he goes to try and prove he's not biased. Mm. So there's like no one I listen to at any point who, who fights our corner. I'll tell you what, the only person I've heard in a long time fight our corner was Roy Keane. And then he followed it up with, I wouldn't pay to watch Tottenham. Anymore. <laughs> They're boring. And I was like, all right, that's fair. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Under Nuno, yeah, we suck. All right, fair enough, Roy. But he was like the only one I ever saw sort of lay in. Um, do, but, do, yeah, do, anyway. do, do,
0: do you know, just cr- briefly as well, this is this how yeah. uh, much the freaking scumbags are reaching at the moment, how desperate they are. Yeah. I saw, um, you know, uh, Tom Holland, the... Uh, Spider-Man Spider-Man yeah, like, Spider-Man, yeah. yeah so he, he's a massive Tottenham fan yeah so he yeah. jokingly asked Mbappe yeah, uh, he did, if yeah. it's time for Spurs <laughs> right? and, and he came up on my timeline yeah. uh, from an Arsenal page Tottenham the gift that keeps on giving uh, Mbappe laughs at idea of joining oh, Spurs so I'm like
1: a, yeah, is that the gift yeah. that keeps on giving I mean no, like was was reaching. If, you're
0: reaching if sorry. someone
1: had asked him to join Arsenal he wouldn't have laughed he yeah. just looked at him and gone oh my god you're unwell I mean, they're not even in Europe yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah why, I've never heard of that team. Who are you talking about? Yeah, no, I, no he's French, of course he's heard of them. Yeah. Uh, no, I ain't fussed with stuff like I thought it was funny. It is funny, and anyone yeah. who doesn't think it's funny needs to get a sense of humour corrected. It's, it's funny. He got asked by Tom Holland to oh, come join Toronto. I mean, he might as well have said to him, Rotherham, he'd have got the same, what are we all No, it's impossible. I'm going to go to Real Madrid and you earn like nearly half a million a day. A day, yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm fine
0: yeah. Uh, i'd even man. bankrupt uh, joe lewis with my paid yeah
1: exactly yeah joe lewis said meet him on his yacht i thought he was giving me the yacht otherwise <laughs> no uh joe lewis is buying a new yacht by the way that'll please, please everyone this In the uh third one this month isn't it yeah he's gonna call it the ss fuck football I think. um <laughs> anyway uh I, on my notes here it says promote christmas special. so uh Everyone listen, we got a Christmas special coming up, um, and I need to promote it. So, uh, December, as we live and today, is the 16th. So, the 23rd will be the Christmas special. So, that is next week's show. Awesome. Next week is the Christmas special. It's going to be me and you. No one else joining us this year. Just me and you. We're going to have a laugh. I've got party games. Now, I wanted to try and do it live, and I've tried to look into this and I cannot find a way to do it where it will work properly so so in essence for me to edit stuff in and for me to do stuff I need to buy some kit and I uh, I ain't doing that it's christmas I ain't got I ain't got time <laughs> nothing else so that is going to be my new year's resolution that we will find a way to do live shows next year awesome so this one is going to be recorded. Me and you need to work out when we're going to record it because the plan was to basically have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Well, but well, I'm, I've got. Can't, I can't do that at nine in the morning.
0: Well, Christmas, Christmas Eve's the twenty. So I'm. I finish work at eight o'clock in the evening on that on that Thursday, and then I'm yeah. off for three days for Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing yeah. Day. So we have done know what your plans are, but an evening. Yeah, so drink drunken podcast so, so to perhaps, come out the Christmas Eve. So
1: perhaps we record the night of the twenty third and put the show out actually on Christmas, Christmas
0: Eve. Eve. There you go. Yeah,
1: all right. Yeah, okay. All right, me, me and you'll sort that. Out. We'll we'll sort that out and we'll put it on the Facebook page. We'll let everyone know. Uh, but yeah, that's the Christmas special. Uh, it also says I have to promote fans. You- yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So one of the things we're going to yeah. do next season is we're going to get fans of the podcast to come on and be be our third. Um, so Stefan's Stephen, done it a number of times, other people have joined us and we've done a show with someone as the third person would you like to be involved? let us know, um, there are certain things we have to set up to be able to do it so yeah, get in touch email me sam at spursnews.co.uk or message the Facebook page if you're interested and we'll set that up, um, we're also going to be doing some interviews and stuff next year as well but that's next year, I'll talk about that another time Yeah, um, completely. other than that Good luck to everyone tonight um, who's, hopefully, whoever's fit enough to go are really fit enough to go and play. Fingers crossed we can name a strong team and fingers crossed we can get another win because momentum was certainly turning in our favour before this. Completely. And I'm desperate, desperate for us to kick it back into gear.
0: Well, hope, hopefully the, the ones that, you know, like you said, we don't know the players that have got it and hopefully it's, you know, the big guns are the ones that haven't got it and we can put a big strong squad out today, tonight.
1: That'd be good. That'd be very good. But anyway, my friend, until next week in the Christmas special, you take care, everyone listening. Come on, you Spurs. Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description.